Ready, set, podcast. Hey. Oh, the okay. subversion. Welcome to Dread and Breakfast, the horror comedy podcast you never asked for. And welcome to our breakfast episode for Spectrophobia. <laughs> so I hate that I just did that. Sorry. <laughs> it's staying in. No. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the episode where we self-congratulate ourselves about the shit we just did. So if you haven't listened to Spectrophobia <laughs> yet, go back and listen to that because there are spoilers. Um, but yeah, I'm Marissa. I'm Christine. I'm Jacob. I'm Fob. Welcome to our circle of hell. (laughs) 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 I have been in hell for how long has we, how we been recording this story? Like two months. months. Well, we pitched it in like June. You pitched it to us in June, I think. And now it's September. It was June. It was staycation. We took a staycation and it was hella cute. (laughs) And you, that was when you pitched Sectrophobia to us. I did. I think... It's been running as like a background process in my brain, I think, since the end of Kalamazoo. So it's been. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, which is probably a bad thing, but that's fine. <laughs> um, kind of a bad. Um, I tend to overthink things and bite off way more than I can chew and get very ambitious. Imagine. <laughs> but you did a great job you and it was a lot of fun. We loved it. A stellar job. Oh, thanks. Well, let's jump into it. Marissa, do you want to talk a little bit about your inspiration behind this arc? Yeah, I guess like before I started planning it, I knew that I would be like before the season one finale. So Mm. I made Fob tell me what ORCS stands for, which is (laughs) the Oddity Research and Containment Specialist. Yep. And I was like, huh. No one's touched on containment yet. I'm just gonna take this and make a horrible hellscape for all of you to play in. Oh, interesting. Um, I just realized I did research and you did containment. Yeah. So our next one must be about specialists. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It was just- <laughs> so unimpressed. <laughs> In all our other dreads, right? Like, uh, the first one we went to an Airbnb and then we went to a house. We went to a zoo. Like, it was always us going to a horror. Mm. So I wanted to have some place you thought was safe, like recontextualized into, oh no, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, and I also just really wanted to tie some strings together leading to oh you did did. oh you did i I think (laughs) i'd also i'd like to add i think you really did a good job with the like recontextualizing like when we come when we go back into the house Mm -hmm. that was for me i think the scariest part when it was like we go back in and now there's like reflective surfaces everywhere oh yeah that legit (laughs) freaked me out i was like oh fuck and i felt that i that's interesting you say that i almost felt more scared when we were first discovering the oddity because Mm. it was like what the hell is happening (laughs) and marissa had these like horrific descriptions which were like superb but it was like oh oh no no when we were recording that i was also very afraid because just behind me just out of eyesight but like enough to know that it's there was a window and it was nighttime outside very good so it was super reflective and i'm like (laughs) But um, re-tying everything together, I think I got all of them, but it was very hard for me because I mm-hmm. needed to balance the overall plot of the season with the orc stuff while also 
maintaining the narrative of like Tess, Theo, and Sean, and eventually Carrot. <laughs> Which, what a narrative. <laughs> oh my. I'm so sorry that I killed Tess. I'm so sorry. Deadliest Dread. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Deadliest sure. Dread. So let's shift to the oddity itself. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the backstory of H219. So H219 is 219 because, like, um, I think the other h oddity that's been named either directly in the minisodes or in like the minisode episode notes is h uh 828 which is maribel Silius. so mm-hmm. silas's oh, yes. wife from chromatophobia so this oddity is older and so like in my head this was just like some lady who like lived in the old timey days and died and like stuck around because she was like watching her family have kids and get old and just like Aww. was engaged with that and then someone was like hey there's a ghost in the cemetery and orcs was like oh i got you and just kind of essentially kidnapped oh no <laughs> because they're like ah experiment this is cool and fine and then shoved her in a mirror and just wanted to see what would happen so she was do just, we have an ethics inquiry on our hands we absolutely <laughs> have multiple i think <laughs> so like that was like its whole thing and then over that time it just got really really corrupted and then like so how it got out was that it rained all of their sub pumps failed and then the water was reflected so it could just like bypass everything and just start popping up had it gotten out before that because there was the corpse which we learned was marty yeah so the corpse was marty which was i love that reveal <laughs> Hi, marty. by the way hey marty thanks for letting me use your name and also kill you <laughs> but like i really love that reveal at the end oh, where it was you. like yeah. oh there was this person that we never knew existed and we never was even really mentioned because we didn't remember them and mm. i just i thought that yeah. was really really yes. cool yeah i if i had done a better job i wanted it to seem like he had left a bigger hole than he did um because like marty if because straight up i expected one of you specifically tess i expected when you got home and they were like hey yeah claudia's missing because i did not tell you christine that until- no you did not yes. my reaction on the recording is my real christine reaction to like oh this character is gone like yeah that yeah, was I- you did a good job with you set me right up but so I fully expected Tess to be like, that's horseshit. I want to see her room, which is why Theo could oh. lockpick. And if you went in, like all of her oh. shit would have been there because Amy was a liar. That was why I could lockpick. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like you didn't have to do anything. There's never like a checklist, but it's like, oh, yeah. if they try to break into Claudia's room, someone needs to get in. Theo, you, you can lockpick now. Um, But if you had gone into Claudia's room, you would have found like two toothbrushes and marty's stuff and all of that that was supposed to set that up and also the um claudia's note in the necronomicon was about marty because she wrote that as she was actively forgetting him yeah it was the like uh he was real something is wrong um and so once marty was dead no one could remember him at all period so that's how that works that's really fucking scary. yeah it's really that's yeah. really cool so did Thank he you. die because the oddity snatched him or of natural causes um <laughs> i mean it was it was because of the oddity kind of like it, it just got enough time to kill him mm. um so like the oddity in my head at least was using marty's form to lure like claudia in then once it had her it used her form to lure the rest of you i in. see okay gotcha but um, can we circle back to the character sheets? Because I'm love to. kind okay. of really proud <laughs> of the machinations. Yes, yeah, tell us about this. So I wanted, because I'm a monster, um, and I want to preface this with I love all of you, but I wanted your like 
real human reactions to mimic like your characters what the fuck is happening so (laughs) i so like i like fob and jacob you knew that claudia had moved out christine you didn't until Mm -hmm. we started recording yeah Um, because we never left (laughs) and um (laughs) like tess said outside the church we'll talk about this later (laughs) um fob and jacob in your because you both got like blurbs about like your friend Claudia has been gone for X amount of time, both of yeah. you at different time frames. Like one of you had a week, one of you had a month. And then all of you had the same question, which is what does Claudia's hair look like? <laughs> and all of you gave me different answers. And I was like, excellent. This is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> Stir the pot. Yes. But yeah, so I just wanted to unsteady you. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Yeah, let's hold on. Wait, we need to circle back to that because there were a couple of things that people put in their character sheets or, as like or into the whole season, aka how you wove in all of Kalamazoo so beautifully. <laughs> oh yeah, do we want to run uh, down all of the Easter eggs? Let me think. The literal eggs. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Kalamazoo obviously was Carrot's whole background. There's going to be some Carrot talk. Oh, oh my god, boy, how is there? <laughs> But, it's um, a weird subset of TikTok where they just talk about carrots, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so the first one. <laughs> I just got that. Wow. <laughs> Jacob, don't edit that. Keep that silence there for that length of time. <laughs> Extend it a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> but okay, so just in order, the McHale Manor one was mentioned, and also the mm-hmm. mirror zone was supposed to mimic the hedge maze because they're both oh. like weird. Oh. Yeah. Then chromatophobia, obviously Carson slash Copper and his yep. gloves. Yep. Um, Kalamazoo, we've and been his there. Lasagna. And his lasagna. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and um, yeah, Orchid was the cross reference for H two nineteen. Yes, and I was, was so, so upset, Fa, when you were running Deep Sea because you started to do like mind shit. And I'm like, I was gonna do that in my dread. <laughs> Damn it! So I had to like justify not copying your shit. I'm very sorry. It's okay, like it was you good. did a different flavor of it though. Yeah, oh, good. different kinds yeah. of mind. Yeah. Okay. The mind is a complex place. <laughs> yeah, mine was, was more my- just like a it's a weird voice that's talking uh-huh. to you now. <laughs> don't worry, that won't make a reappearance. That would be lame. I Why don't do you trust that? you at Why? all when you say that. Why wouldn't you trust me? No, speaking of trust, I trust all of you to fill out your character sheets and mm-hmm. then every once in a while every once in a while one of you i give you a simple question yes. of g one of your friends likes to thrift she brought something home from the thrift store what was it and what did you do with it and jacob what the fuck answer did you give me you must atone for your sins <laughs> this was you this was unprompted by me at all i mean you literally just explained the prompt so you did prompt it <laughs> I did not expect. <laughs> oh, Marissa! No, 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 no. In my defense, uh huh. You have when no I defense. when I put that question in, I didn't expect Jacob to do like research and find the scariest doll on the internet to bring into our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so to name it, Shadow is the thing I put in my character <laughs> sheet. Uh, the cool fun doll you met who was terrifying. I found Shadow on the eBay. <laughs> Uh, in a little section known as Haunted Dolls. Uh, thank you to the McElroy brothers from their good podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me. Good old they will man. occasionally do a Haunted Doll Watch where they will uh, find Haunted Dolls on eBay and read them. And the listings are crazy, uh, but also very good storytelling sometimes. <laughs> and I was listening to one and I was like, huh, this could be a good source for dread things one day. 
I was mostly looking for a uh, visual reference, but the uh, <laughs> the text that came with it also turned out to be very helpful. Can you, do you have the text? Oh, <clears throat> I've asked Christine to prepare a reading. <laughs> a dramatic <laughs> reading of the text. Oh my God. An abridged God. version of uh, yes. Shadow's eBay uh, description, <laughs> or as I like to call it, their biography. Oh my God. Haunted Dolls. Shadow. Unknown age or sex, powerful and mysterious. Shipped with USPS first class, this is Shadow. He slash she is 19 inches long and has never gave a hint to their age. Shadow knows exactly what is going on around them and has the ability to control their environment. When I first met this spirit, their vessel was being kept in a tote that was dirty and bound with twine. <laughs> oh, twine! Oh. <laughs> Can you bind a spirit with twine? Apparently. Apparently. The people I was getting shadow from told me that this doll showed up on their porch one evening, and they have been wanting to get rid of it ever since, but were scared to just throw it away or destroy it. I hate that. They said their neighbor was into witchcraft, and they believe she was a curse to them placed by their neighbor. They began having Strobka vivid dreams of bottles breaking and dark surroundings. Shadow is a very mysterious spirit that I believe holds knowledge to power for those able to crack the mysteries. She gives vivid visions that can come out of nowhere. I had a reading done on Shadow, and the medium said she felt a very powerful entity inside this vessel. Not an angry evil one, but definitely a powerful one. Shadow loves old bottles, dark corners, and nighttime. Long walks on the beach, ice cream, and a spicy movie. Before deciding that you want them, you need to realize, by having Shadow, you are welcoming a spirit into your home. Some people think of some of the experiences as negative and scary, like seeing or feeling a presence in your home, lights dimming, strange sounds, or feeling touches while no one is there. That's not These are all normal, and do not mean the spirit is negative. It just means that, in fact, there is a spirit in your home. Due to eBay's policies, I must list any of my dolls as entertainment purposes only, but... They are all a responsibility and require much attention and care. Please don't bid unless you are ready and able to commit. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. That was way more fun than it should have been. Absolutely beautiful. Oh. oh. So, Jacob, you do have another crime that you must confess to regarding this doll. That I almost bought it? Oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! That was great. You knew this already. I forgot. Oh my god! So yeah, I put this doll in my character sheet, being like, "I found a doll." Uh, I now know a physical description, which there will be pictures somewhere. You'll find them. Oh um, yes. Which just helps me as someone who's not that creative for creating stuff. I can describe this doll because I can look at a picture of it, and there's a fun story. Then Marissa <laughs> thanked me. <laughs> roughly 15 million times for introducing this doll into the game oh. and i was like this is fun maybe i'll buy this doll ah. uh, oh. and then i bid on it 
Uh, and then nobody else bid on it for a long oh time. Oh my god! I remember, we were together. <laughs> but, when, but Jacob, uh, and then but I Jacob, realized when you bid on it, were you ready and able to commit to this spirit? <laughs> I was ready and able to commit to the bit. <laughs> um, but then I That's realized not what it said in the description. Then I realized there was a full ten dollars of shipping on the thing, oh. and it went from being like a thirty dollar bit to a forty dollar bit. And then I was very glad when somebody outbid me at the last second. Oh, yeah, no, my thank God, God somebody oh, did. What, because, I, I want you to ooh. succeed in your life, but I'm so glad you failed at this thing. <laughs> that's, but, that's fair. Where would you have put it? In, in a box your house? or something? No, I don't you know, because Jacob's the kind of person that, like, you know that that freaks us out. So, like, when you would have hit it in my chair or something. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay, oh. backstory. Jacob helped me move into my house, and he hid bags of candy <laughs> around my house. And I didn't find the last one until, like, a couple months ago when I had already lived in the house for, like, almost a year. Christine, so, uh, where was the last one? It was inside of a chair. <laughs> that was Bob's idea. Bob I put that, that one. Yeah, okay, well, you two would have pulled some Sean and Theo shit and hid that shadow doll in my house. And I like this house because it's like ostensibly not haunted. <laughs> and I want to keep it that way. Yet. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so those are my crimes, I confess. Um, that That's the story of Shadow. Jacob. You are such a gift, and thank Aww. you for giving me this gift. You're more of a gift. That, you thanks. took this random thing I Googled and turned it into a story, so <laughs> I, thank you. I you will turned say, it into an abomination. You guys, <laughs> like, that whole scene went so differently than I thought it would. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Like, yes. I love that. That was like, all right, I'm coming in, and I'm like, Jacob, maybe don't hit it. Maybe let's try to talk to it. And Jacob's like, right, I'm going to beat the shit out of this fucker. <laughs> yeah. But like, Words? I, nah. I thought, especially because of Carrot, like, mm-hmm. I thought the second you guys were like, oh, Shadow can control light, the thing that we need to use to do the other ghost. Well, but I think then we mentioned Tess that in did. the podcast. She did. Yeah, you did. You- but then as soon as Shadow was like, yeah, I don't like Amy, um, you guys are way well, too fucking all right, nice no, to no, Amy. No, no. Everyone, everyone <laughs> fucking, fucking pause the podcast, Marissa. He did say kill. Yes. You could have negotiated. That's very different from I don't like. So I was in that scene, actively trying to figure out a way to (laughs) just capture him, which is why, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole... Um, let's oh, get that bracelet thing. That's okay. I wasn't sure what you were trying to do. Yeah. I thought you were just trying to keep it steady so we could do the thing and get out. No, I was trying because I thought in my head, like if we put it in the bracelet, it that's then he's subdued. But then he had that's like telekinesis like and started throwing bottles is. around, and I was like, I I don't have a plan B. I'm out. No, like, like the bracelet thing was a really fucking good idea. Like you. I was very proud of you guys. Like it was really really cool. But no, like, I, I think you all legitimately did the best outcome that you could have sans getting Shadow to help you because Shadow could do the light thing, right? So Shadow yeah. only sucked up your light a third of the time. So theoretically, he could have sucked up a bunch of light and did a big, big flash, which would have made the ghost go away when it was ghost. Oh, uh, yeah. And see, yeah. I saw that that was a possibility, but I didn't know how to, like, I'm manage sorry. him. Speaking of ghost, Theo. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about our characters? Yes. <laughs> yes. We all played really difficult characters this story. Why did we do that? (laughs) I don't know. It was a bad choice. It was hard. It was, I I, I think it was hard, yes. I don't know if it was bad, though. This is fair. The outcome was good. Yeah, I'm happy with where it turned out. Because, like, pulling back the curtain a little bit, like, we had to, like, 
literally pause the podcast and like talk about, okay, where is everyone at with our characters? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to do with them? How are you feeling about them? And just take like eight steps back. Um, when we were like a couple episodes in, just because I think like personally, like with Deep Sea, we just clicked immediately. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because of all the like interpersonal drama, that didn't happen. And there was a bunch of ghost shit happening. So it was yes. just like yeah. very challenging to inhabit that space. And also like we like each other. Being yeah, mad at each like other is hard. Much. <laughs> it's weird being upset at you all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really weird saying really mean things to Jacob. <laughs> it was weird having really mean things said to me by you. Very sorry. <laughs> and also saying mean things to you, I guess. I think we learned a lot about playing in the moment, mm-hmm. not editing ourselves as we play. Like, even if it's messy right now, that's an opportunity for a cool twist at the end or, right. you know, some fun resolution that wouldn't have happened if we've been like trying to control it as it went. Right. Like, this is not a radio drama. This is an RPG and anything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, who wants to start talking about characters first? Let's start with Theo, maybe. I'm Theo, and I was a good, good boy. That is, which is how... exactly how I got into character every time. My favorite thing was when you would have to do it like under your breath, and so you'd like start saying, and be like, "I'm a good, good boy." <laughs> well, I think, you know. yeah, yeah. I, Jacob, and I had very early on because so when Marissa pitched us the idea, she basically pitched us the idea of Jacob and I are best friends. We share a two-bedroom apartment together. What do we want to do with that? So Jacob and I started talking (laughs) and we're like, okay, we both have watched Psych. Let's do that. (laughs) Amazing. And then I fucked it up because I was supposed to be the Gus and Jacob was supposed to be Sean. (laughs) Which might be where the name came from. Hence the name. Um, Jacob and I both love board games. Yes. They're fantastic and wonderful and you should too dear listener i will recommend <laughs> them to you write to me we're on twitter at dread and Vfast yeah. and oh, instagram at dnb pod honestly y'all i would love it if people just sent hey i need a board game recommendation to our twitter that would be hilarious for me um yeah. and i would do it i would this genuinely- would be great this would be a good time do this this yeah. is an appropriate use of our twitter destroy our mentions with board game requests <laughs> i <laughs> We'll take them seriously and do my best to give you a recommendation for a game that I think you would like. Um, but that's obviously where the board game part of Theo and Sean came from. Was there anything that didn't come out for Theo? Uh, I don't think so, honestly. I mean, I don't usually build a fully real out. Like, I don't have a backstory for Theo. <laughs> I don't know what Theo's parents were like. I don't know if Theo has siblings. Probably. But, like, I don't have that i have i think what i need to get into character and then go from there and build the story Mm -hmm. so if dear listener if you would like to make up backstory for theo go for it are you giving our listener permission to write fan fiction yes or just to like do whatever i don't it's (laughs) fine i didn't do it so so if you would like to go for it yeah have fun but but. Something Theo did do was sacrifice himself. Can yes. you talk uh, me through that moment? Our first sacrifice. That... Todd's first sacrifice. Oh, but that was like very intense, like in the story also. And I feel like for all of us as people, because oh, yeah. oh. we yeah, had to like fun. 
pause and talk through that whole thing and yeah. like why his justification and like i was losing my mind when you <laughs> everyone brought was that like, to the table everyone was like wait what <laughs> are you sure would you do that is that a thing and i'm like well i'm theo and i say yes so yeah. yes like I thought it was, it was. I thought it was a good decision. Like I, I thought, thought it, it was worked. a good decision. I thought it made sense for the character. I also was kind of hoping that that would be something that Sean and Tess could like bond over. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out that Whoops. way. But like, I thought maybe that could be a fun thing to play off of. Well, um, we played off of it, but uh, yeah, I contributed. <laughs> this is fair. It was a really good progression from mm-hmm. where he had just been immediately prior to this mm-hmm. and then using that information and mm-hmm. to make further decisions in the story. And you did a good job as a player of you knew that wasn't going to end well, but Theo didn't know that because it mm-hmm. just worked great for him. Yeah. So that that was very well played. And then you gave us a beautiful gift. <laughs> Of carrot. Oh, oh that was what really a glorious addition. Uh, yeah. So carrot. Um, Marissa actually. <laughs> I think Marissa. Marissa wanted one of us to die. I, no. So I had several options for if you. If people died early, like before the last episode. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you write Carrot like Carrots? as something anyone could play? Or did you have different options for, like, you had different characters for us all? or Not for all of you. But okay. so, like, if someone died, like, super early, you would have had the option to come in and play Marigold. So you would have oh! had complete reign over Amy's mom, essentially. That didn't oh, wow. happen. And then the character sheet that would become Carrot had been written since before we started recording. Because I just thought it would be really fun oh if that gosh. happened. So yeah, any of you could have gotten that. Um, and originally in my head, when I wrote the questions for it, I was like, okay, like you work for Marigold. I envisioned like a Steve Irwin <laughs> Inspector Gadget character. Not just Steve Irwin, <laughs> fantasy Steve fantasy Irwin. St- fantasy Steve Irwin <laughs> and Inspector Gadget. And... Fob got the character sheet and he was like, Hey, what if Steve Irwin Van Helsing? And I was like, Yes. Yeah, it was more, I, I don't know. And then I think, like, you made Mothman Jr. Cause I think the question I that I gave Mothman you Jr. was like, What you, cryptid did was, you make? Whoa. Yeah. It was like, What cryptid did you make and what did you cross it with in the Kalamazoo? Yeah. And you're like, It's Mothman and a praying mantis. I'm like, Fucking and okay. Be- and that's because I played a praying mantis character in a previous D&D campaign hey. and he's great. When did you come up with the six actions and rolling a D6 to, to decide? That was not the same night no. that we came up with mothman jr in the thing that was i think marissa and i we were on a walk talking about carrot yeah it was in like the week between yeah we took a little bit between those two recording Mm -hmm. sessions and so (laughs) we were talking about it and we wanted him to be something more than just a pet Mm. like we we didn't want it just to be like oh a cute mascot character what'll he do he's gonna just be cute and (laughs) dumb that didn't sound interesting to us yeah and like I just like rolling dice. (laughs) I know this. So Marissa and I came up with, well, we had ideas for like four or five things and we didn't know what the sixth one would be. So we decided the sixth one would just be a dud. Yeah. Here, let me, let me pull up that that list because I think only two came up. So rolling a six was putting someone to sleep. I did not know for eight hours because Rip Lewis, um, that's cool. (laughs) Oh, I literally came up with that on the fly as a joke. (laughs) But wow. I also thought you it must worked. be careful with what you say in an audio podcast. Oh no, I was very okay <laughs> with it. I did not regret it. 
But yeah, so six was sleep. Uh, five was Muffin Jr. randomly break something yes. near him with his mind. That was very good. Four was nothing. Yeah. Three, I just have chill as fuck. So you would just be <laughs> having good vibes all time. Everything's great and cool. It, baby. Um, <laughs> Wait, it just like relaxes you? Yeah. <laughs> Choco How? super lax mixed with pop brownies. Oh, I wish that he'd done that to Shadow. That would have been so funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that could have de-escalated the situation. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, so we need you to come with us. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, sounds yeah, that, nice. That, that would have worked. Two was an ominous premonition of terrible things to come. Um, oh. Which, oh man! Oh, that's right. That was very so fun. good. Yeah, continue. That, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Yes. Okay. Oh. Um, and then if you rolled a one, it was his dust acted as like invisibility powder Ooh. for an indeterminate amount of time. Um, so that's what Mothy brings to the table. Mothy brought exactly three or four of those things to yeah. the table. <laughs> I have one more question for Carrot. Of course. How did you lose your fucking eye? <laughs> Oh, so the Fresno Nightcrawler uh, is, so I have a coworker who has cryptid stickers on her water bottle at work, one of which is the Fresno Nightcrawler. Like, imagine a Charlie Brown sheet ghost, but without, but only with just the two eyes. And instead of like all the way down sheet, it's just like two long legs that's what this sticker is. It sounds like I could cosplay this very easily. <laughs> yes. It's like, I think, Marissa, you asked me something. I don't know if it's in the character sheet or if it was, because oh. I filled that out a while ago, y'all. Yeah, it was but, like, it was it was a question about like, what scar of yours has never healed yeah, or some shit. And I was just like, oh, I lost an eye. Which and is, then, again, much more of an answer than I was expecting. That's fair. And then you were like, well, how did you lose the eye? And I'm like, Fresno Nightcrawler took it from me. <laughs> no more details. No more details. Don't need to explain it. I like to think that the Fresno Nightcrawler just did like a very nice high kick <laughs> oh, with a pointed toe. That's very different. In my headcanon, <laughs> I was like trying to fight it and it has one, because uh, spe- like they're not actually legs, they're like noodly appendages, ah. but they just function as legs. I think I, guys, I know nothing about the Fresno Nightcrawler <laughs> other than this one sticker. Um, and so in my mind, Carrot was like being held by one noodly appendage that like it wrapped around him. <laughs> and then the other one just kind of went and scooped ah! it out. <laughs> So, but yeah, um, so I think I think that's carrot. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Pretty that was a big. Oh well, then I guess I should also say. So my my brilliant plan as Theo to off myself so that my friends would bond <laughs> had blown up in my face, and I was listening to that as I am filling out the carrot character sheet, and so I was like, this podcast needs some levity in it, so yep. I am going to make a. Re- ridiculous character yeah because i was like oh this needs to happen but yeah so uh jacob and christine would you like to talk about your characters real quick so um tess was interesting for me to create because i was coming off of billy yeah <laughs> who is like an expression of my inner child essentially mm-hmm. like billy was very easy for me to just blah and so i wanted to play essentially the opposite of billy like i was like all right that was chaos incarnate let's play something <laughs> moodier um and i actually kind of struggled at first to 
figure out what her personality would be like until I decided that her whole persona would be the album melodrama yes. by Lord. <laughs> A lot of the like mood was like melodrama by Lord, um, Father John Misty, Death Cab for Cutie. Like yes. I was very like musically inspired, which okay. is interesting because she wasn't a musical character at all, but like just that. Yeah. Right. But she was like an artsy character, so like inspired by music. Yes, and yeah, like she's that- a poet. Yeah. She yeah. traveled. Like, so yeah, I got really in depth with Tess. And mm-hmm. I think part of that was because I knew I wanted to play a darker character, a moodier character, and I'm not those things. <laughs> and so I had to, like, I feel like I wrote a lot about her because I was trying to figure out who she was and how she would react. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I struggled the most with Tess with understanding like what her goal was because I wrote mm. an aimless character mm. or not necessarily aimless, but I wrote a character that didn't know where she was going. Right. Like she had always had a big direction and then lost all of that, went away, like ran away from it and then was coming back to try and like rebuild that. Mm-hmm. And also <laughs> like you asked me like in my character sheet, what is Tessa's main goal? Yeah. Which was to rekindle her friendships. Well, <laughs> that didn't really work. Uh, oops. Oops. <laughs> oops. Um, it worked with one. And it then- worked with one died. and then he sacrificed himself for her. So it worked really well. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so Tess actually, like, I had to do a lot of thinking about how would these things impact her and how does that change what her priorities are? Right. And by part three, I decided, okay, Tess doesn't trust anybody anymore. So she's looking out for number one. Yeah. And I feel like th- that allowed me to have a really distinct not goal, but it just, it helped me direct her a little more mm-hmm. um, to say, okay, well, she's going to be really selfish now. And that came out a little bit in the church scene when she was, you know, jumping out the window or running on a head back home and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. And I wanted to leave space for Sean to do a thing to reach out to her to, to, cause I felt like Tess yeah. then was at a point where she was waiting to see if Sean was going to try. And if he wasn't, she was out. Yeah, and Sean was not interested in doing <laughs> in that space, unfortunately. But right before Tess died, you guys you had did. a beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And I tried to play that is that like Sean ultimately was the one that pulled her out of the trance in the center of the mirror mm-hmm. zone, and that was meaningful to her. And then she died. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, it was fine. <laughs> Oops. But speaking of Sean, oh, that's me. Yay! It is you. Yeah, we already kind of covered the Sean Gus from Psych thing. Um, I again kind of went for a different character than me. I wanted to be a little more decisive in who I was and what I wanted. And I yeah. felt for Sean, like I you appreciated did a, Sean's energy. You a lot. did a good job yeah. of laying out, like, yeah, his friend just was a bitch to him and then left. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? Was it? The voice was also from Sean from Psych. I <laughs> originally had named him Shane to be like, that's a fun, like, close yeah. name that was an, yeah. le- like a nod to it. But I just kept thinking Sean and then trying to remember Shane. So I just, <laughs> I gave up on that. I was like, nah, it's just Sean. Yeah. I also fell into my classic trap of deciding I want to run away. But you um, noticed that and you shifted later in our recording yes. sessions. Like, by three, you were all in. Like Yes. No, I had to purposely try to shift him from flight to fight because we needed to actually uh fight a little bit but also marissa made a ghost 
that pops out through glass and Sean's wearing glasses. (laughs) So like, I feel like you had a very good reason. Yeah, no, the leaving was justified for sure. Also the punching the ghost in the mouth. Also very justified. Sean hated this ghost enough to throw it into a fire. And then you gave me magic gloves that would let me punch it. I mean, technically Fob gave you those because he created them. I just stole them. You brought them into this story. This is your fault. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And Sean got to have the hero's maneuver of this story. That's true. So that yeah. Apparently, despite his best efforts. <laughs> by the end, I was just like, Sean could die. This would be fine. We don't need Sean to live. <laughs> That's no. interesting. I, it, also, because it would have been fun for us all to have died. Felt like that stat would be cool. But I was also like, Sean's a jerk. We, he's fine. Aww. Whatever. I didn't think Sean was that big a jerk. You had jerk energy, like, though. I, did you feel like Sean was a jerk? <laughs> yeah, wait. Okay, wait. Yeah, let's ask Yeah, Tess. Sean's yeah. a jerk. No one was right except for Theo. Everyone wow. was wrong <laughs> except for Theo. Oh, I would like to talk about um, when I passed the oddity reins to you, Fab, as ghost Theo. This moment, (laughs) I was so nervous to run it because, like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I was also really nervous, guys. Oh my gosh. Like, I was horrified. And I'm like, why am I scared? I'm the ghost. And I'm like, because I don't want to fuck it up so that these idiots figure it out too soon. They have to figure it out after I spring my trap. And you guys got me so bad. Oh, I was, was so, so convinced that, like, you I had was... pulled some switcheroo, Marissa, <laughs> and that, like, Fob had found his way out of... Oh, when I, you said when that I you found did your... that picture, I was so convinced. And then it wasn't. Well, I was like, I what? Well, like, because, like, it did done it but it went from like 60 to 90 so it doesn't dissipate anymore and i didn't think about that and it makes perfect sense and you set an <laughs> impeccable trap and fab you played to every weakness that tess had at that moment and fab oh. you did an incredible job so like the ghost in my head sucked up theo really fast right and so the ghost when it was impersonating Claudia, had a bunch of memories of her, but it didn't have a lot of memories of Theo. So it was running on immediacy. So everything that the ghost said was shit Theo said in previous episodes. Oh. So I lifted the audio oh, yeah. from that. So I gave Fab a list of here's all the shit you could Excel say. Spread- Holy oh, shit! <laughs> Whoa! So everything, I think there was one line I say where I was off script for that i splice together individual words so it sounds janky and like that's how the oddity talks is it takes that yeah so i had a this this also added to my nerves because <laughs> i could not just do i had a script but i didn't have half of it which was your lines oh. yeah, like so we, every time you guys oh, say something this i am this is a very instantly, fun improv game yes, actually <laughs> no like every time you fuckers said something i had to quickly go Oh, fuck. Okay, affirmative responses. Uh, no, there was no, a chart. No, no, like there was a, oh. a huge chart. And then, I, and then I had to like, but I had to do that quickly so I didn't like a ruin the flow of the damn show. <laughs> B give the damn game away. <laughs> and then and so it was like, okay, this makes so much more sense because you said like when we were on a break in that session, you were like, oh, I was so worried about that, and I was like. 
why it's your character yeah. like this this is wild it's you because guys. i just yeah. had to say shit that i'd this said this is before. what happens when two people live to the dm and the, <laughs> the person who died live together it's also when the person who is in charge of sound effects runs a game and can just yeah. make more work for myself but so um yeah so like like theo like falling when you like hit the picture was basically like a replay of theo falling when he got out of the mirror sound like it was just copy pasting things he had already seen um, why am i getting emotional about this oh i was like ooh, a challenge <laughs> speaking of a challenge marissa you had like 45 npcs God, I, hate I to be quite honest i thought they would die so much faster than <laughs> we did we saved amy in the first episode. you were way too nice to amy she's so i fully expected amy to get sucked into the mirror and then all of you went so hard to save her it was like okay Sean never mind not. um just for fun npc flavor do y'all want to know yes. what their horrifying mirror zone vision would be yeah. Ooh. They were there. Um, Tell us. I mean, it's not relevant to Claudia and Marty because both of them were inaccessible. Yeah. But Lewis was horribly afraid of needles. So he <gasps> was going to be like at the doctor's office with like needles, like oh. like a bunch of needles. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, needles forever. <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> Wait, you weren't going to just put him in an acupuncture clinic? <laughs> He's never been to an acupuncture clinic. <laughs> um, Amy's would have been when she was left home alone as like a little kid and like someone tried to break in oh Um, yeah and then marigold's vision if she was with you would have been when she lost amy like at an amusement park and couldn't find her Mm. and marigold was such a fucking hard character for me to play because one she was a bitch (laughs) two she didn't want to tell you anything and was just all business and just was like by the book we use the ghoul protocol um outdated and unnecessary (laughs) yes and it was very hard because I wrote a character who, on the surface, seemed like she had a lot of answers. Um, she really didn't have all the answers, but she pretended to. Yeah. And, I mean, it worked out for her because no one she cared about died. So I guess there you go. she did a great job. <laughs> Is that just her daughter? Yeah, and, and Carrot. And Carrot. No. <laughs> I want... I ship it. <laughs> You're allowed to, but it's not canon. Okay, remember we were talking about do people writing fan fiction earlier? Oh, Carrot and Marigold. Let's Carrot go. Carigold. Well, Carigold is very good. Merit. Merit! <laughs> Merit's pretty fun. But let's do some rapid fire questions real Hell quick yeah. because we have a kitchen to get to. Why were there sometimes two poles versus one pole in episode one? Um, oh yeah, what the fuck? That was just because like two poles to remember anything that the oddity was actively eating. Um, in your brain that was supposed to set up the the mental i have a question shenanigans yes if i had offered four mm-hmm. poles would i have been able to remember the thing uh depends on the thing okay if it was marty no because he's gone oh and he was just yeah that's really fucking cool oh, i like that a lot <laughs> what was mothman's junior's ominous premonition at the end there that was terrifying so that was foreshadowing to the finale of the season <gasps> and that's <gasps> that is all i will say <laughs> Because I literally made Fab tell me the bare minimum, so I could do that. <laughs> so, um, one more quick thing, because this is just horrifyingly delightful. These yeah. episodes were cursed. We were recording oh them. My oh, gosh. Yes. Hecking curse. oh my so god! Oh my god! Like okay. epi- episode one. The- episode one freaked me the fuck. Episode. Okay, so wait, no, no, pause. Episode one, I was already freaked because the aforementioned 
very dark window yeah. right by me. Mm. And then suddenly an alarm starts going off in our apartment. In like and, the but basement. It, but it like it wasn't in our apartment. It, it was, was in just the basement like, yeah. of all places and, while okay, we're playing this No, one. wait, pause again because so the, uh, there are automatic lights in our building. Uh-huh. I fixed them since, but at the time they were wrong and they would turn on <gasps> at 8 a.m. and turn off at like 4 p.m. Oh no. So I had to go down these janky ass creepy stairs which also <laughs> which by the way was canon. Yeah. Which also by the way had a window yeah. on them. No. So I was like fuck. And oh and also also it's loud as hell because there's a blaring alarm. Yeah, it was like so, a smoke alarm yeah it was shitty so that was episode episode one one. episode uh two literally as we were introducing carrot (laughs) our fucking power went out which also we have a recording of and it's hilarious it's ridiculous so it was just all i can hear is marissa then because we don't have internet at the time well and also like we had been operating under like okay theo's gone like fob is just like on the sidelines yeah and you started saying that there was like a knock at the door (laughs) and i thought it was derek like i thought you were pulling in derek like that he'd grown up and become an orcs person or something (laughs) but so like literally right before he walks in it's just like dead Uh, episode three and four aren't that interesting. Fab's computer almost ate his audio and it would have been really sad, but it didn't. Uh, and yeah, so but it's cursed. cursed. Cursed everywhere. Cursed indeed. So who knows what horrors will befall us during the editing and promo process. <laughs> oh, Lord. Or the rest of this breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Jacob. Oh, it's me. Are you ready for my personal favorite segment? Okay. So. Thanks, Jacob, cut out of the podcast. But once yeah! make sure anyway. Here's the uh, issue with this segment. We're getting better at podcasting. <laughs> and the funny stuff oh, no! is making it into the episode. No. And the stuff that's not making it into the episode is less funny. Oh. So I have an idea for an alternative segment. Oh. If you roll with me. I do have some audio clips if this flops. Uh, I'll pull up my notes. Nothing. It's fine. Okay. So the segment I want to try, I'm going to call it Audible Visuals. It's where I'm going to try to recruit my friends who are better at doing the words to help describe to you, the listener, some visual things. Does this make sense? Okay. I've lost, but all right, continue. Okay. I'm going to show you a thing, uh-huh. and I need your help describing it to the listener. Does this make sense? Oh, I'm yes, so okay. scared. Okay. If you bring out another doll right now, I'm going to okay. lose my mind. So I do no! need you to close your eyes, oh, because no! I do need your reactions. Oh, no. So I'm stand so by. <laughs> all right, oh, eyes closed, everybody. Oh, Everyone no. calm Jacob. down. <laughs> Why are there bell sounds? I, my eyes that's are... your cats. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Can I open Three, my eyes? Oh, God. Oh, no. Two, oh, no. One. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shadow, ladies Why? and gentlemen. Why? Why? Why is this in my house? Get this out of my house. Why? <laughs> So, for the listener at home, Marissa screamed and is now cowering in the room next door. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jacob. They found their way home, guys. It's fine. Jacob. Jacob. My the thing the thing that I love about my house is that it is ostensibly not haunted. Well, Shadow has lived in my house for like two months now, and I've been was, fine. Was Shadow at your house during staycation? No. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> Shadow was under your bed during staycation. No. Shortly after staycation, maybe a week or two, you all came over to watch a thing. Yes. Um, and at that thing, Fob said. You know what? Now, since Jacob lost that auction, I, we can tell you this story. And I was dying inside because moments before you all arrived, I received an email from the Electronics Bay oh, that said, an item you bid gosh. on is available again to bid on, oh, or is, has no. been relisted. And I said, well, okay. <laughs> and then we, Fob told everybody this story about how I had bid on this doll and lost. Jacob. And we all said, thank God this will never be in our lives. And Jacob. I was like, I I must have this doll now. <laughs> Shadow only has one leg. Yes. This, what was, is, this why was, does, was in the podcast. No, I know. I'm just, I am, I'm just, you know what, Jacob, you brought a haunted doll into my house. Let me react to it. How I need to react. I, I have something to say. Yes. Why does it have a jarred flower? <laughs> yeah, that came with the doll also. Also, this note. If anybody would like to read what this note, what is the note? I'll read it before I. Ne- I have something Marissa? that I. W- I have something that I would like to say. Okay. Would Would you sit down mm-hmm. with no. us? No. No, I'm standing now. This is This is. I'm behind the chair. Um, the chair will I would. You. I would like to say, hello, Shadow. Welcome to our lives. I am very. <laughs> no, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. I am sorry on behalf of how rude Christine is being to you, and I'm very sorry for what I did to you in the podcast. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. It was mostly me. Uh, all right, so read this, read this note, please. Is, did you write this? I, you no, I discovered me. this note today when packing Shadow up. To Where come here. was it? It like was in the bag it? with the flower. Oh, also, great. if you think Shadow is terrifying now, imagine Shadow mummified in about 50 <gasps> layers of bubble wrap <laughs> oh, and no. shoved into a box. Great. When are we burning this? We're not. We're not. Christine, I you might must resell be respectful. It. <laughs> <laughs> Venture capitalist Jacob. I need to get my $37 back if possible. Oh my God. This is a $40 in three month bit. Um, and it's <laughs> totally worth it. I'm very glad I did this. Oh my gosh. All right. The note reads in quotes, shadow, end quotes. Congrats on adopting this amazing spirit. She has a very noticeable presence. Please take good care of her. False. It's been in my house for two months. I'm fine. <laughs> we all love That's her. That's what Jenna wants you challenge? to think. We all love her so much. Have and she has been with us for so long. Don't forget to give her a gift and light a white candle to welcome her spirit. Jacob, Jacob, you did, done you, this? did you light a white candle? Uh, no. Shadow, <sighs> Shadow, I have a gift for you. Because no, the listing no, don't said engage that, with no, it. You, the listing said that you like lights. Here is a battery that may or may not work. I'm Thank sorry. You used to power your lights. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. Stop it. 
Stop it. I just, I'm really concerned about the fact that you're like, oh no, Jacob's brought a haunted doll into the scene. Let me give it a source of power. It no, said, no, it no, no, gifts. Christine. You give it an offering so it doesn't kill you later. Cool. Get that thing out of my house. <laughs> well, I, have, I have two more shadow stories first. <laughs> so in the first uh, episode where we meet Shadow officially... I was asked to describe Shadow, and I was like, I bet I, I can do this. Uh, I can pull up this eBay listing. And I said, okay, give me a second. Let me pull up the eBay listing. And then somebody says, all right, if we're stopping, let's take a bathroom break. And I say, okay. Because I know <laughs> I have this doll in a box oh, in the other room. Oh, my God. I can go unwrap this doll, and then I can describe it very well. So I, Shadow heard you describing it very meanly. With its weird yes. little face and its weird little leg, which is yes. my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> yes. Shadow was there. And then also watched me for the remainder of the recordings. Oh, my. Is... Maybe that's why the recordings were cursed. Honestly, uh, everything oh, makes a lot more oh sense now. Oh, my goodness. Worth it. Very, very <laughs> worth it. Um, Jacob. One other shadow story. I did forget to change my eBay shipping address from my parents' house. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, which is fine. They don't mind me shipping stuff there. But I did have to be like, hey, you know, a box is coming. I'm going to get it later. And then when I picked it up, my mom was like, so what is it? I was like, um, <laughs> it's for the podcast. And it's really hard to explain. Oh, um, I honestly don't know how to describe this. Just, it'll, it'll be in the podcast. Even though you, you just described it to oh. us. But yes. Uh, so I guess we never did the thing where we actually describe it. We just kind of screamed at it. Oh, no, that was just a ruse to get you to close your eyes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. I mean, you can describe it if you like. Uh, Shadow has a lovely bonnet. It has and a, flowers a, and a like little a little pilgrim dress and and a blood red trim to the hat <laughs> and like really frightening <laughs> eyes. And I can't see its eyes at the moment because it's. Oh, that's unpleasant. Look at its hands. Oh, oh I look hate at its hands. No. Oh, they're so small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one little porcelain leg. So it's one of those dolls. Its body is so long. You're right. It's, it's one of those dolls, y'all, that is like... 60 per now like 75 percent stuffing and then the extra 24 oh, 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 that was, oh, that was the, the battery, battery. Was, um, she rejected the offering it, it was oh would you hello. like to hold her yeah why not oh. um so shadow you're holding her so tenderly <laughs> shadow is well i don't want to anger the spirit um shadow's one of those dolls that uh the ends of all of her appendages are porcelain which is uncomfy <laughs> <laughs> it's like weirdly floppy in the middle and then really hard on the ends yeah it's a weird doll no shadow shadow is hi shadow, shadow uh it i think shadow is beautiful i am also trembling on that note is anyone hungry no <laughs> All right, back into your box. Oh. Back into your box. <laughs> Goodbye, Shadow. <laughs> the, the, you just folded the, her in half. The That's the only way she fits in the box. Yeah, I'm going to need you to go put that in your car. <laughs> well, should we transition into yeah, the breakfast Jacob, segment while, while first? You, while you go take a trip of shame to your car, Christine, of shame? Christine would you, do you have something delightful you want to bring yeah, out to I us? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything I could come up with would be as horrifying as that, but yeah, let's do kitchen. All right. <laughs> 
What am I smelling? Oh, I... Um... I don't, but I'm worried. I'm so very oh, worried. Okay. Right, keep your eyes closed. Oh no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Christine's Coast Kitchen. Today, I'm joined by three of my friends who currently cannot see the wonderful, wonderful thing that I have placed in front oh, of them. I can and smell on the count it, of three, oh no! All right, on the count of three, you all can open your eyes and uh, oh, no. behold the culinary creation for this story. Uh, oh, One, Lord. two, three. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> Jacob, can you please des- please describe? It's, it's plated beautifully. Um, yes, I think there's <laughs> a white sphere of ice, presumably or something. It's very spherical, sitting on a bed of half maple syrup or perhaps honey and half protein powder. It does kind it of does look, look like protein like powder. Protein powder. <laughs> It is very beautiful. And you also have given us perhaps the biggest spoon I've ever seen. I just have really large spoons. <laughs> I... That has nothing to do with what's happening. I just have big spoons. Does anyone else smell burning? Oh, it does smell a little burning. I... It's kind of part of it. Maybe. I don't I know. I want to know how th- this okay, relates so I will to the say story. One of the toppings for this i had to make from scratch whereas Ooh. in the country that this comes from you can buy it in the store and i didn't do Ooh. this so it might not be totally accurate how do you suggest that we eat it yes i can't okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna sample some of the protein powder first I'm also gonna uh, sample, i also wanted to go protein powder first okay. that was my instinct that is a topping but okay oh <laughs> oh that is not what i expected what are it's, you tasting it kind of tastes like crushed up graham cracker but like better but, um, <laughs> i can't pick up the sphere it just keeps rolling around the the sphere is a, a little opaque <laughs> yes the, the ideal version of this dish is clear oh interest is there a prize inside no <laughs> oh that would have been fun i should have done that all right, shall we take a taste? I, I'm trying. I can't, I'm going Christine. To taste the syrupy bit. Is yeah. this the bit you made? Yes, Christine. I don't. I don't think I'm physically able to. Oh, get the syrupy this. bit is very good. The syrupy bit isn't it just like maple syrup? It does taste very much of maple syrup, almost like the fake maple syrup a little bit. Okay, I have. I have dislodged a the, piece of the, the syrup with the protein powder. <laughs> tastes really good together. I might just have that. <laughs> That's a texture. <laughs> Marissa's reaction doesn't exactly instill confidence. The orb is like slightly rubbery. So, so listener at home, imagine, if you will, a bouncy ball. Now imagine that on my plate and I'm cutting <laughs> off a piece of it. It is the texture that I would have imagined a bouncy ball to be. Yes. It's becoming <laughs> apparent to me that I maybe should have tested this recipe first. <laughs> What fun is that? <laughs> I will say, though, I really like the toppings. I have no fucking idea what it is. <laughs> All of you have just enjoyed uh, my attempt at a raindrop cake. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, I love it! <laughs> so the spectrophobia story hinges around it is raining and things are getting wet and then the reflections, you know. So in my head, I was like, ah, yes, I could make 
a raindrop cake and it will look like rain and it will be reflective. <laughs> it does have the appearance, like coloration of like a peeled grape. Yes, oh, yeah, it does actually. Mm-hmm. Like See, that opaque kind of yellow. <laughs> well, that's good because when I took it out of the mold, I opened the mold and I went, these are eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Which could be very thematic, because we are the Fresno Nightcrawler that is eating Carrot's eyeball right now. <laughs> um, these are very difficult to make. Yeah, how do you go about it? <laughs> so the orb, it's a, the cake, essentially, is agar-agar, I think that's how you say it, oh, and water. That's it. So it's just like... It's like gelatin adjacent, but not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so the thing is that I did a lot of research about this and like the type of agar agar you use and the type of water that you use and the specific oh. ratio that you have are all very important. And clearly I did oh. not do that correctly here. But yeah, so it's not supposed to be so bouncy ball-esque. <laughs> uh, I think that the type of agar agar I used is... Mm-hmm. Not like the this this uh, comes from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think Japanese agar agar. And I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. I have no idea how to say it. Um, it results in a more like crystal clear, see through, translucent hey. cake. And like I I don't think it's supposed to be this firm. I think it's supposed to be a lot more wobbly. And so when I was preparing this and when we were getting ready to record, I said, okay, everyone, let's set the levels, and you guys do that while I am preparing this because the recipe said you have to eat it within 30 minutes or else it will melt. I don't oh. really know if this is going to melt because it seems very solid. <laughs> it Christine, feels very compact I, I for volunteer sure. mine as tribute. We can time it and see if it melts today. <laughs> Talk to me about the topping sauce because I'm getting oh, yes. a hint of like peanut butter. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. close. Um, the powder is a roasted soybean powder. Ooh. Um, and oh. I would attempt to say the Japanese name, but I would butcher it because I don't <laughs> speak Japanese. And then the syrup is a black sugar syrup. Um, and that's the thing that is typically, in, I have learned, is available as like a shelf-stable product that you can purchase. Um, okay. But I just made mine literally like take some brown sugar and take some water and throw it in the microwave so that was the witch's <laughs> brew that you all were because <laughs> you were commenting on before, as I was preparing it. before we were recording you were like cackling maniacally <laughs> while that pressing buttons true. about the microwave yeah. listen y'all i gotta build the tension somehow it was disconcerting objectively the toppings slap is excellent so <laughs> yeah, i would just is, have the toppings <laughs> yeah is the only thing that you would do differently next time would be to switch the agar and try to get it not eyeball yeah. consistency. Yes. Yeah. I think if I were going to continue to use the type that I had available to me, I would use less so mm. that it would come out more like a jelly as opposed to a bouncy ball. Um, <laughs> and and also use mineral water. Although I think it's the agar that's causing it to be opaque, not necessarily the water. What What's our rating scale, guys? Because I, I have Eyeballs, I think. I was going to say eyeballs. <laughs> it has yeah. to be eyes. It can't be anything else. Uh, Jacob, how many eyeballs? I mean, if we're rating it out of eyeballs it's like four out of five eyeballs it's just a pupil <laughs> away and that's true I, I don't know the exact consistency of eyeballs i imagine them a little softer than this but have you never touched your own eyeball no uh. why would i do that that sounds disgusting oh i touch my eyeballs on a near daily basis yeah contacts my dude yeah no thank no, you no i was just doing it for fun <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I just like the feel of them beneath my fingertips. All right. All right. That's more cursed than anything I could eat today. 
Bob, how many eyeballs are you giving? I mean, again, if we're rating it out of eyeballs, it's like a four or a five out of five. I I think I might be 4.1 for eyeballness and also for like taste because I am very hungry and I have consumed at least a third of it. Now, taking small bites of the eyeball rubber ball was much better than the giant hunk I started with because that was <laughs> a little unpleasant. Yeah, I do I do want to challenge. Is anyone up for the challenge of just like like just chomp taking a chomp? <laughs> like, like all of us apple? right here right now? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. Ready? Three, two. I'll chomp. The whole thing. But you gotta like, you gotta try and ASMR this. Oh, God. Boop a doop a doop. Oh, what's this? It's future Marissa coming to warn you that if you don't want to hear horrifying mouth sounds, skip ahead like 30 seconds. I think we've just lost all of our audience. Everyone that's still listening, just know that I'm suffering worse than you did right now, <laughs> because now it's in my mouth and it's unpleasant. So is this blessed or cursed? Cursed. Oh, oh you gave it a four and it's cursed? I gave it four eyeballs, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cursed attempt at a blessed dish. <laughs> Ooh, that's very good. One or two tweaks away from something really cool. Excellent. This is not it, though. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Excellent. Well, if you would like to attempt to make the tweaks to bring this from Cursed to Blessed, you can find this recipe on our website at dandbpod.com. Woo! Are you all right, Bob? It's, y'all, it's it's not good. Don't do it. Don't try this at home. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Christine's Cursed Kitchen. Have fun with all your gelatinous... It's always Ex- gelatinous. It's always... This one should have been gelatinous, and it wasn't, though. That's the problem. We'll tune in next time to see if I will ever make something that isn't the incorrect amount of jelly. Viscosity. Viscosity is the word you're looking for. Tune in next time. The incorrect amount of eyes. Well, Marissa, congratulations on an excellent, excellent, yes. excellent campaign. Good I, job. Yes. I appreciate it. I have so many regrets because <laughs> the campaign is what brought Shadow into my life. So this was our penultimate story for season one. Mm-hmm. So who's going to wrap us up with our big finale? It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist that would have been, that, though. Oh, man. That would have been pretty good. But who's it going to be? It's going to be me, everybody. And yeah, so this will be the season finale of season one. uh, Season one. Yeah. So orcs will be dead by the end of this. Oh, for real? Oh. It depends on (laughs) what we do. Yeah, it kind of depends on the dread. Yeah, and um, and because it's going to be the finale, that means like we want it to be as polished and good as possible. So if you're listening to this when this comes out, we appreciate your patience as we edit furiously um it might be a second yeah like editing is hard i will throw this out into the ether um we are hoping to do a bit of a wrap-up brunch episode after the end of season one so start thinking about any questions that you may have for us regarding orcs regarding any of the stories any of the characters um just questions that you might have for us because we're interesting people um yeah send those over to (laughs) us on our twitter or our instagram and we will put together an excellent uh coterie of questions to answer but thanks for being with us so far. We're very excited to jump into the finale. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. We have many things really cool. planned. But until then, 
We Bye. Bye. We will see you all dreadfully soon. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Marissa insert a spooky shadow voice here. God, no. No, I'm not doing it. I am not doing that voice now that it can... I, it heard me knock it. Bye, everyone. Shadow's here. It's, it's not real, Marissa. It's... You don't know. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Oh, you thought we were done? Yeah, no, we've got credits to do, my dude, and it's me, so you know it's gonna be spicy. Um, <laughs> that was some weird energy. Anyway, thank you for listening to Dread and Breakfast. A huge thank you to Eli Schneider for our theme song and original music. Go check out his band, Open Doors, on Spotify. We'd also like to thank our friend, he who must not be credited, for composing the original melody that we've all been humming throughout this entire story. You've done good. Additional audio is credited in the episode notes. Our wonderful, brilliant, intelligent, creative friend Emily is the mastermind behind this story's incredible episode artwork. You can find links to more of her work on our website, dandbpod.com. Why don't you give us a follow? We're on Instagram at dandbpod, and we're on Twitter at dreadandbfast. Clearly you liked the show because you've listened this far, to which we say thank you. So uh, if you don't mind, why don't you just give us a quick rating and review on the podcast app of your choice and maybe tell a friend about us? Truly, sincerely, thank you again for listening. Our next story is the final story of season one. And I let me just tell you, I have not screamed out of frustration so much in my entire life. Um, we're in the middle of recording it right now. It's pretty excellent. Um, we will certainly be posting on social media when it is coming. So stay tuned there and uh, you will have all the information about when it will be released. Okay. And so it says include a fun teaser if possible. Um, oh, I know. Some say the world will end in fire. Some say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if it had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. Fire and Ice by Robert Frost. <laughs>